2: Bap bop, bop. I know you guys missed that. Uh, I'll start throwing it in more. Don't worry. Uh, Welcome to the episode with Annie Letterman. Before we get to Annie, I want to talk to you about snoozing and losing. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity? I knew that, but maybe you didn't. But there wasn't a solution till now. Introducing Beam Dream. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with unique products for everything from sleep to recovery. 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. The other 1%, 2% are just liars. Don't love it? Get your money back, guaranteed. Get them. Get her, uh, whatever your names are. See, if I slept more, I would have been able to land that joke. For a limited time, (laughs) get $20 off when you go to beamorganics.com slash G-F-Y and use code G-F-Y at checkout. That's beam, B-A-M, organics.com slash G-F-Y and use code G-F-Y for $20 off. Bap, bap, bap. Are we rolling?
0: Yeah
2: okay all i
3: see is a matching acid wash color <laughs> and and sequins and i'm very excited to see what this bitch is about to put on in front of me how dare she and
2: i'm going to get roasted by someone who has s- crystals around her uh, eye yeah i was watching
3: euphoria makeup <laughs>
2: tutorials my, before i came here bitch annie has not been to my home in a while yes. and there are a couple new things i saw you clocking first i'm just gonna put on a shirt that i really like that i recently purchased at a thrift store oh, in nashville we gotta get her a new
3: shirt we gotta get something new for once
2: how am i oh i love it johnny cash we need this circle over the tit, though. Still not as many crystals on this shirt as you have that's on your nice. face Well, you right know, I got these. Well, I, <laughs> by the way, did it? you just look at a camera? Oh, that Where? one. Where? Which
3: one's is my that camera? That is We need to... L- Annie? By, by like... the way, this is not my side, <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to get to know Do you want to switch? I'll
2: switch for you. Let's switch. Okay. Look. Wow. Wow. That's my girl. I don't... That's they, my fucking girl. I have never done this in the new studio. I love it. Okay, this is really i have top. a side this is by the mark. way this is true friendship i have a beauty
3: mark no it is this is huge but is this usually your side i'm so uncomfortable over here why
2: is that well that's normally where i sit. but the studio but, in,
3: but do you, you have a symmetric face i have tmj so i always this is the side i like the best and i like my beauty mark
2: mm-hmm. on this I love side
3: it. this one i want to get removed everyone always complains about this one i'm like send me 500 bucks on venmo and i'll take care of it
2: <laughs> i removed a bunch of moles on this side i just face. like this one i love that mole
3: but, but this one is like a... Uh, lower chin one? Well, it was always like underneath. And then I, as I aged, it just came out. <laughs>
2: How is that? Your, your skin started getting tighter I got aged. a little fatter. <laughs> uh,
3: there was more meat in the chin than used to be. But this is a brand new studio. And
2: I've, I've really done... it, by the way. It looks great. Do you like it? It's, it's like, good, right? right? Mm-hmm. We've only done like... 10 in here or something and i'm already for some reason so accustomed to that side but no this side of my face my right side is like it has nothing like because you know when they can take a profile yeah. of you one side and they match it yeah and then if you take both my profile sides and then mirror them like rorschach test like butterfly it's the them, same totally different face oh really do you have a favorite i mean my favorite i get this my right side i have a dimple in and I don't have it in my left and it looks just like a cavernous thing or you don't like the dimple I don't like I'm a fan of dimples
3: myself well when you're like except in my thighs no I like my thigh dimples too
2: my I am so into having cellulite right now I don't even know no it's I'm like being a woman I like aging I like being a woman I like all of it I'm so into it what is like why when I was like in my 20s I needed to be so skinny and never have any cellulite I was like buying cellulite well we needed you to sell a couple shows so we're happy you (laughs) did that because now we all get to be rich. But like what, how, how is it that I'm getting more confident as I get older, or as I thought I was going to get more insecure? I used to have a plan that was like, oh, when I get crow's feet, I'll just blow my head off.
3: Well, we were, well, that's how you take care of it. <laughs> that's called blow talks
0: when you blow your brains off. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that there's a deal for every lunch hour at mcdonald's
1: now's the time to get two for 3 dollars mix and match a four-piece mcnuggets a mcdouble a mcchicken or a hot and spicy mcchicken price of participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price
2: uh, okay taking a break from us yapping and yapping to talk about coco floss y'all this is important i am going to be honest about the fact that i used to really not floss i deluded myself and how much i was doing it and i was shamed by my dentist uh kind of publicly he put mm-hmm. it on his instagram the fact that my dentist has an instagram is a bigger conversation um but my gums were bleeding so bad mm-hmm. and he was like why aren't you flossing more and i had every excuse in the book i don't like the plastic ones they're bad for the environment the other ones hurt your fingers they smell bad mm-hmm. they look ugly but now mm-hmm. i have no excuse yep coco floss it is like a loofah for your teeth it's a woven floss made up of more than 500 textures interwoven filaments it's actually snatches plaque and debris from in between your teeth and gums and no one needed it more than emily not uh Cocoa floss is scented to make flossing
4: fun. Our f- our favorites are pure strawberry, fresh coconut, and delicious mint. Go- I love the strawberry one. It's so good.
2: It's it is because you know it's just in your mouth and it makes the blood taste better.
4: A hundred percent. Go to cocofloss.me, and I don't even bleed anymore, except (laughs) from every other hole in your body. crevice. Go to cocofloss.me slash Whitney to get 20% off site-wide and free shipping. Check out the four-piece set, and you can try four different fragrances. That's C-O-C-O-F-L-O-S-S dot M-E slash Whitney, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. All lowercase letters
2: and all orders over $20 ship free in the U.S. I'm going to be coming on May 7th to Vancouver, British Columbia. I'll be at the Vogue Theatre. I have a stand-up special taping May 13th and 14th in Newark, New Jersey. Victoria Theatre at the N. J pack, New Jersey pack. Uh, Please don't wear black uh, leather cowboy hats. Mm -hmm. Please don't wear straw visors. Please don't wear those little uh, coily uh, shamrock headbands. Please don't. Wear headdresses, if it's not Coachella, no flower Mm -hmm. crowns. Every time I shoot a special, the first three rows is just, it's like a Dr. Seuss impersonator. Like cartoonish, Mm -hmm. like full on. Remember the woman that got attacked um, that had the Marge Simpson hair at the Siegfried and Roy? I do. The beehive hair. If you thought that tiger got pissed about that hairdo, watch what happens when I see someone in the second row at my special taping wearing a Tommy Bahama straw hat with like a kerchief tied around it. <laughs> it's I know you love it. I know you love your fancy um, hat. Your cowboy hat with the with the burnt matchstick in the side. Yeah. I know you think you look cool. You're- if you are if your hair's line is receding, if you are balding, I would say go fully the guy from Bruce Springsteen who did maybe the kerchief. Oh, okay. Because you can't do hats. Right, right, Maybe right. a beanie, right. a yarmulke. A marker. A marker, a sharpie. <laughs> sharpie, yeah, yeah, working, yeah, Like a couple tiny markers. Yeah. Whatever needs to happen because if you are in the first five rows in a preposterous hat, I, I, I do have to move you or take your hat. Right. And if you are hiding something up there, just be prepared for that. Right, right, right. It's happened every one of my special tapings without my HBO special halfway. Without fail. Fail. There was like, it's not Burning Man. It'll be air conditioning in there. You're set. May 20th, Tyson's Corner, Virginia. I will be there. I used to uh, wander around Tyson's Corner, Mm -hmm. Virginia. My mom used to work there at Tyson's at the Bloomingdale's there. Guess what? What? Never got kidnapped, not once. So you guys didn't want me back then, but I feel like... I feel like you guys want to see me now. I'll be at the Capital One Hall. See see what you can do. See if you can fit me in a pillowcase. <laughs> I, I dare you.
4: Take her to the bathroom, cut her hair, change her clothes. Yeah.
2: Please. <laughs> Help me fake my death. May 21st, I'll be in Huntington, New York at the Paramount. I always have such a good time there. Uh, June 24th, I'll be in Calgary, Alberta. Mm-hmm. I'll be at Prince Prince's Island Park. It's not. Famous last word. This is how every (laughs) murder documentary starts. I'm just going to head to Prince's... Park? Like what? It just sounds too fancy. Something bad has to happen. June 26th, I'll be in Toronto. You guys keep asking me to come to Canada. I'm listening. Um, Danforth Music Hall, I will be there. I'm going to do some rescheduled shows, so I'm trying to talk faster. Uh, September 8th, in Cincinnati, Ohio, I'll be at the Taft Theater. Um, all the tickets that you bought before will work. September 9th, I'll be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'll be at the Merriam Theater. September 10th, Richmond, Virginia, at the National. September 24th, Charlottesville. Va, Mm -hmm. I'll be there at the Paramount Theater, Charlottesville, Virginia. All my high school frenemies and enemies show up. Let's work this out. I love you guys. Um, And here's Annie Letterman, right? Yes, ma'am. Here we go. Here's some birds a squawking. Anyone with a disability, like anything that's like a physical, I'm like, you've been
3: through it. Even a ginger. I like a ginger because there's a darkness.
2: (gasps) Is it true? I was arguing with someone about this last night. Not arguing, but trying to figure out, is it true or not that redheads have a higher tolerance for pain? I don't know. I love. Up, Emily? I
3: will say. Listen, I, I'm not like banging anymore because I love my. I'm I'm taken. But but I did enjoy. I partaked in the ginge, and they're very sexually aggressive. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a there's a. If you look at, into Santino's eyes, he is like there's a darkness inside him. They were bullied. They were treated. They, they were told they don't have a soul, and they okay. had to just take it. They, they just had to take it and take it and take and
2: it. And they were they had plagues. They had yeah. they starved. They didn't have. They, carbs. They ate potatoes. They, no, they they had the potato famine. Oh, they didn't have potatoes. Imagine not oh. having. Carbs for 200 years. So jealous. <laughs> They're so lucky. But what is it? So what is it exactly? Okay. Summary, humans
4: and mice with red hair have a different tolerance for pain because their skin's pigment-producing cells lack the function of a certain receptor. Lack of this receptor function causes changes that tip the balance between pain sensitivity and pain tolerance. Uh, Oh my God.
3: That's why they're fun to bang. You can just fucking beat the (laughs) shit out of their dicks.
2: I do know, though, because I have Scotch-Irish ancestry, which is a little bit different, and the stereotype is we're very pugnacious. And uh, That's the stereotype of a word I never heard? Oh, cool. (laughs) I'm like,
3: what is that, when you have a lot of pugs? I don't know, pugnacious? Let me try to figure out what pugnacious is. You have an upturned nose, you snore. What is that, your eyes are on the side of your head? What the fuck is pugnacious? You stupid Ivy League bitch.
2: Oh my god! I can. I'm over here, barely able to read. And she's like, mm,
3: pugnacious. Which,
2: by the way, her manicure right now says, "Write a book."
3: It says, "Write a book" on notebook <laughs> paper, and I wrote a couple of words. You could have written on a
2: post-it note too. But I don't want to waste. I know, but I was like, I need it to be like really semi-permanent. So, are you writing, working on writing a book? I did now? start. Yeah, I started the book. I'm her excited. nails that say "Write a book" are so long; she probably can't type. But I know still.
3: I've, I've waited too long where they started. Girl, I'm like, ooh <laughs> audio record a book. You're just gonna yeah. do an audio book? Is that no? Well, what but you that's ju- a good idea. No, no, no. I'm gonna draw. I want to draw on mine because I like to draw so I, and, and, uh, a graphic novel is too ambitious way, I'm so I so decided sorry, but what do you
2: mean like I like to draw <laughs> I didn't know this part of you you didn't no. my shirts my shoes t- my oh you are, do because yeah, oh, you draw your own okay. I like to draw crowds I just thought, um, <laughs> but I just thought that you just blew by. I just it reminded me of yeah, I'm I'm my artist. name is Simon <laughs> and I like to draw my drawings draw no I'm <laughs> from Philly where there is an L in drawings I love draw mm-hmm. drawing how do you know when you're done with a drawing
3: um, I am bored. Duh.
2: I don't ever like. Wait, I are had, you still uh, j- right now or? Yeah, I'm bored. I need to go. Question. Enough. She's trying to keep us occupied with <laughs> these things.
3: No, but I no. I had an art teacher who said to me, uh, an art professor in college who said to me, um my friend uh, is an artist, and she was asking her like, what's advice because she wanted to make money selling art. But my art teacher is a true artist, so she gave her the best advice. She goes she she asked what you know what's your advice for like making like an art and she goes just wake up every morning and just draw a circle and see like what comes from that and my friend we left my friends like what the fuck kind of advice is that i was like it's the best advice i've ever heard because it's about like breaking open your creativity and while i say that i will never wake up every morning and draw a circle <laughs> but i do wait to be like divinely inspired if i have an idea and i never feel like i'm drawing it's always like you know Right, something. Oh, so it's like helping it, me draw.
2: It, like it just comes through you. Yeah,
3: and so I've drawn that's like three That's such a weird drawings.
2: way to. That's, but that's what I feel like with
3: stand up yeah. too. Yeah, with when you a good joke happens. Yeah,
2: I'm like I don't even feel like I. Yeah. I don't know how to explain
3: it. Yeah. Like, well, I sometimes I thought of it. I'm not going to lie. I've gone on hikes with Nick too. And sometimes it is Nick <laughs> divinely speaking through us and giving us a bit. I'm like, Nick, <laughs> Nick is the most valuable
2: person <laughs> on earth. You're just talking to him and he just speaks in punchlines. Nick is my best oldest friend who would never, I can't get him on the podcast. Like I can't get him. He's to, nervous. He's, he's, he's too he's much of a weirdo. Yeah. And like, he'll like freeze and he'll just go into some Tourette's mode. He's and just for us. He'll just be like Arabs. right? Like he'll just say something <laughs> crazy because he's like got Tourette's, but he is the, See, I never know if other people think he's as funny as I think he is. I find him to be one of the most
3: hilarious people I've ever met in my life. I'm Nick, being dead serious. You love
2: him, Emily. I adore
3: him. I think he's very, by the way, you look smoking hot, Emily. Thank you. And Whitney, honestly, you know what? I am so sorry for letting you color your hair that much. I didn't realize <laughs> that looked like shit until I see this brown back. And I'm like, she was a fucking... 10, a fucking a
2: 12 out of 10 <laughs> supermodel, and then we let her go cuckoo aunt on us. Cuckoo. We let her went silly on, dude. When I went back to brown hair, look, people were like, You, you look, look younger, 25, you I literally like, look like a child, literally. Uh people <laughs> were rooting for me. They're like, go green, go blue, go back to blue. I'm like, all you motherfuckers are on notice because yes. you are sabotaging me. No. I, isn't but isn't
0: Kind hair supposed really, to make you no, look young? No, and no, when I'm so much it, older.
3: You know when you like when uh not that we have children because we're barren bitches, but um oh, our God. like our you know, when people are like, when you see that you see someone's kid, and you go, oh, my God, your kid got huge. And I'm like they did like they don't because you see them every day. It, I saw your hair every day and I, I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> pink ish. Half pink. Oh, how crazy. It's, half, <laughs> it's still her roots up
2: here and then pink down here. What a weird, interesting thing. Well, it's also a fortune. Like I was like, here's here's the deal with it. If you have blue hair. It's go- it's only cool if you have no roots. As soon as you have the tiniest bit of ingrown, you're a driver I addict. thought
3: you say it's only cool if you're in the <laughs> Simpsons.
2: <laughs> it literally, if you're a cartoon character. By the
3: way, if my extensions are obviously showing, I don't fucking care. Okay, I tell the truth.
2: But by the, by the way, I tell the truth about my fakeness. I tell the truth
3: about all of my fake shit. Okay, the tits are fake too. Can you believe
2: it? Can you believe they made them this big? I've been signing ball sacks. I know you're gonna one up me. <gasps> I am not. Do not. I absolutely will not. No. It's Andy. the funny. It's taking. Listen. They come. No. 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 no listen to the <laughs> How I don't of this
3: even start? Okay, because some guy asked, because I said on my podcast, I said, guys, I've been signing body parts. Like, buy merch. I'd love for you to support the brand and everything. And it's my drawing. So I love like when people buy my art. However, if you don't want to buy the merch, I'll sign like, a, and I, I, body part. And when I, what I mean to be saying is like, I want to sign like nubs and stuff. I love people <laughs> that have been through some shit. Like, I really do. I'm like, you're so cute. I don't want you to feel bad about yourselves. Bring your fucking lobster claws. Bring your nubs. <laughs> bring all your shit. But then, this guy, like, DM'd me and was like, can I, or he, like, st- he storied me, and he was like, will you sign my scrotum? I was like, yes, of course. I'm not like, going to discriminate. Yeah, so then I did a show in Brea, and the guy who kept telling me he wanted me to sign his his scrotum was there. And so I go, okay, we're going to do it in front of everyone. Like, the rule is there has to be public humiliation involved. Yes, like, yes, yes. I'm here to take back the night for all the ladies out there that have been <laughs> put in, in weird situations. And boys, too. But, like, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to play with it. Yeah. And so... I was like, "Come on stage," and he got nervous. And I go, "No, no, no! You fucking started this. Get your fucking balls up here!" And he was like, "Hold on, I have to pee." I was like, "You're going to go fluff." Obviously, he's going to fluff. <laughs> but I, I, I have Red Bulls on stage. So I'm like, "You can cover your dick with them. Nobody wants to see your dick." It's, this is about mm-hmm. the sound So, but don't you pull the sack. you? But wait. So the first time I didn't put. So while he was in the bathroom, another guy was like, "I'll do it." So he jumped up. So I. So the other guy that started the whole thing comes back from the bathroom, <laughs> thinking that he's the one that's deciding <laughs> when he's going to be on, and he. Um, <laughs> He sees another man, like, stealing his thunder. So I, I was, like, new to this. I was, I was, you know, in a little bit of shock. So I just kind of, like, because the sack is so wrinkly, I just was kind of poking at it. So it wasn't really much of a signature. You'd have to hold it. You'd have to but it. But now they batwing it. I have them bring someone else up, <laughs> and batwing it. And my full, it, it's, like, so amazing to see my full name on there. Like, I'll put the Francis in. I'll and Francis <laughs> and in and the whole thing. But it's
2: like so fun. And it's like so fun. It's just hilarious. Are power ball, are they shaved these days? I feel like they're all shaved. Well, I think people I mean, are coming in an anticipation. Man, so have you seen pubes recently? I listen, he's half Asian. One ball's got hair. <laughs>
3: but um, yeah no it's it's been really fun why is this already the best podcast <laughs> like oh,
2: I feel like the last time you we were on I was like really out of it I was like in a co- well like- we
3: both were still in like pretty COVID-y I, places I, like, it was a
2: place where I, I you had a
3: COVID doctor and we had the most bummer <laughs> podcast ever <laughs> that's right we did what we could we did the best we could, even though I love that guy and I saw him, at your, him. I fucking Dr. love Dr. Weissman fucking love him and I went to your egg doctor Dr. Hung. oh my gosh Andy Wang and I Wang oh fuck it's okay that's he okay. spells it like Hong it's a- <laughs>
2: And G- yeah, I'm not.
3: Todd's not that type of Asian. I can only learn so much. I know how to pronounce Lee, but that's only because you know what I was realizing. I'm so like comfortable surrounded by Asians because my last name's Letterman, and my homeroom was always all the people with the last name Lee. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I was like oh my god this is like literally where I'm supposed
2: to be but oh, they also might just be good people <laughs> nice people <laughs> maybe some of them remember the Virginia tech shooter don't be don't be, don't I be do remember. racist remember the Chinese government <laughs> remember that? I don't I don't but once I hear government I go na
3: na 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 and when I hear people go I don't like the government I also go na 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 I just think about like uh, cupcakes and
2: and flowers <laughs> if i don't like, think about wars you can really make an argument that there's no need to look at news there's no there's no news there's, it's an I've addictive no like, uh, like a like a masochistic addictive just adrenaline mind fire. i don't want to feel bad listen i don't want to feel bad i'll do
3: my best to live a good life and and take care of people in my own circle but remember
2: how like it used to be if you watched news or read the newspaper you were smarter than everyone else this is your inside your brain. Dude, I this is you, like you who are revealing
3: yourself. Hey, yo, I mean, like my dad. I've never ever even <laughs> attempted to pretend I was the smartest person in a room. With me, it's never even crossed my mind to even attempt to say a big word. I know I'm going to say it wrong. I know my level of education, and it's. Technically 7th grade. I gra- I skipped 8th grade. And then I went to a high school that was for juvenile links where they just jerked off on us. I swear to God, I got... The lessons were life lessons. They were very sticky. You went to I know how to get out of a sticky... I learned to duck. Let's did, just say you, my teacher taught me to duck.
2: And then when you get on your knees to suck yes, that Yes, guys, listen. If you want to get a D, you're going to have to suck Why a do I feel like you went to the school in dangerous minds?
3: I Listen, I love that you think someone was there to help. It was... Uh, we had we had things dots on our hands the whole time. Like, oh, we need you.
2: wait, so let me ask you because your brain is wildly fast. And I feel like sometimes people that are like so naturally smart and have such quick processing speed you get bored so fucking easily like you either did really well in school or really awfully I just wasn't interested in school it's like
3: I liked math math felt good like I liked the idea of like a the problem solving aspect of math it seemed really cool that there were just like answers there was like a truth and that it could work yeah I liked that yes exactly math is the truth and I really enjoyed that but I never like, I would like not be paying attention and then I'd be like behind. I wouldn't remember what they were saying. So I would miss the lesson. And then my dad told me recently, he's like, Mr. Jones, your fifth grade teacher or your sixth grade teacher said that you were you really I have a talent in math. You just If you just focused on it, you could really go far. And I was like, dad, why are you telling me this at 37? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you never told me that?
2: I mean, thank God. I'd be like a fucking little, I'd be like an engineer. Like, yeah, say, By the way, yeah, dad, you're not so good at math because you decided to tell me this know. 20 years after I <laughs> oh, needed to hear dad. it. Oh my dad. My dad is making
3: me laugh. I called him recently and I was like, dad, I think I'm undiagnosed dyslexic. And he goes, Annie, who gives a shit at this point? <laughs> I was like, that is such a good point. I'm not going to, what am I going to start reading? I, Bonnie McFarland's <laughs> book has been sitting on my... I look at it every day. Uh-huh. Doug Stanhope, I just... I'm like, literally... I'm manic from hanging out with Doug Stanhope He's for two, three days. He's the number one. Yeah, He's so funny. His, his hour is like crazy.
2: Doug Stanhope is just one of those comedians. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's just like... To, for comedians like the same way Attell you know yes. Stanhope is every comedian's I feel like favorite comedian now. I feel like he's now our like Carlin or our like Lenny Bruce he's something. fucking amazing you know what I've been thinking a lot about
3: um how you know how like people be like back in our day you know like the the older comedians will be like back in our day like comedy we really had to like dig for it and then but it's like you look back on the stuff and it's like because we live now I'm looking at their stuff like it's so hacky mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I will like look at the greats and I'll be like I I've heard that a million times. But it's just because people have been imitating them. Do you know what I mean? Like, ew, Cooper, we get it. Black people and white
2: people. You're like, what a, I know Neil Brennan. <laughs> like, think cool, I Carlin. I know that's so funny. Well, George Carlin, I watch it and I'm like, that's a good point. Yeah. But I, I guess back then that was shocking. But we, they didn't have fucking TikTok. They didn't have like 13 second seconds. By the way, things. are people going to look back at us and be like, oh, those ladies and their clean jokes. Yeah, they're going to be like, <laughs> wow, they only talked about squirting for like two minutes. I, by the way, I squirted.
3: I've become a squirter. <laughs> I don't want to do my jokes about it because my, my joke about it on stage is so good, but...
2: I'll do my jokes about it. Just so you know, I am not a squirter. I am not squirting. I, I am not a squirting lady. I don't know if I'm just dehydrated. If I need more Gatorade in my life, I'm not squirting, okay? I mean, if you want, I will compromise and I will pee on you. <laughs> And then I tried. I looked it up, and you can practice it. Like you can, like hook. It's actually easy. You have to just um, pee. Like when you're fucking, yeah, you have to
3: kind of just. Pee. You just have to just piss on the person. But you have to not. You know what it is? It's it's not peeing. It's the fear of peeing it, that's keeping. But it keeping feels you from a little squirting. bit like peeing,
2: doesn't? Or else I've never. It heard actually doesn't squirting. feel like
3: peeing at all. But it is like a warm because it's not coming from the same hole. But okay, so what is
4: the liquid? They, okay, I don't know. It's female Ex- ejaculate. <laughs> Experts disagree. Uh, with it, what? With whether or not it's pee. With well, whether or not it's pee. And not squirting, so I uh, think
3: I know. Gyna- She'll have some smart word about squirting in a <laughs> some, second. Some people, up. some kind of call It oscillates out of her <laughs> vagina.
4: It's not pee, but it will mix with whatever urine is in the bladder at that time. Oh. So that's what's fun about it. You can
3: make it pee. That's what I like. It's kind of like a, you know, I, it's like, um, you know what it is? It's like an Arnold Palmer, you know? It's like half lemonade, half brown liquid, baby. No, but so, it is a mess. Like, so I if you a- hold
2: on, if you've just peed, and then you go squirt five minutes later, it's going to be mostly... Pure. Female jackets. It's yeah, it
3: holy water. Do?
2: Like, <laughs> Oh my, my God, it is holy water. It's whole water.
4: <laughs> it's holy water. What's the consistency of it? It's a, just...
0: A, it's very, 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 very watery. Zima. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's.
1: Now's the time to get two for three ninety nine. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Very watery. It's Zima.
2: We now take a break from Annie.
1: Because this podcast...
4: Did you write that? Go up. <laughs> Let me make sure. I don't know. I think that was Pat.
0: Taking a break. Right, Pat? Fraun Annie.
4: That was from Pat. Right, Pat? (laughs) I (laughs) go and
0: fuck with the
4: coffee. Yeah, exactly. I knew you were out to get me. Taking a break, Fraun Annie.
2: (laughs) Our Does, Does BetterHelp have therapists that specialize in people that are constantly mocked by their boss when they make one tiny mistake, even though they never make any yes her name, name is Leslie I talk to her every week
4: <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp you're
2: hanging out with my cleaning lady you guys better not be friends without me that's <laughs> Winnie's work is my that neck. a healthy thing to say <laughs> do I need BetterHelp if i doesn't kidding? want to
4: have a funeral because she doesn't want everyone she knows hanging out about her <laughs> BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating in
2: under 48 hours it's not a crisis line Emily it, so just I can't. this might not be for you every line I call it a crisis lab. <laughs> it's not self-help. Every room I'm in is a panic room. It's a professional therapy done securely online. And if we had the internet, we would be doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, but the our hiccup. internet, is. the only hiccup is we do not have Wi-Fi. They're like, we go to BetterHelp and they're like, uh, we feel like first things first. Um, <laughs> We feel like you need to call Spectrum and Mm. then we'll circle back. Uh, Special, because from the looks of this feed, it seems like your problem is Tourette's. It seems like you have a seizure issue. It like you have a seizure. We have to maybe work on the seizure thing. You're melting. First, Mm -hmm. special offer for good for you listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Whitney. How about that? And when I'm not FaceTiming and Zooming with my therapist, Mm -hmm. I am playing Best Fiends and you know what's great about best fiends you don't, don't have to l- talk to anyone at the airport they try but you can just hold it up and they're like oh right mm-hmm. you're like i'm they not looking for a best friend they see i'm in the my middle of something fiends. important they yeah. get
4: it and they're like this is important yeah it's just big killing slugs yeah and what's great about it is that
2: uh <laughs> she's facetiming with tom and burt <laughs> we don't have internet right now but we can still play best fiends. <laughs> you know what we do not have internet right now and the mm-hmm. only thing we Keep, can do yeah, is play, play best, best fiends. fiends i mean best fiends if this is part of your promotional campaign well done by the way chef's kiss yeah uh i'm on level a thousand well i'm on level not quite a thousand i'm okay. exaggerating but. i'm
4: on level a thousand because best fiends is a casual mobile puzzle game that you can play anywhere and Wait, that's why you're on level a thousand yeah because i play it anywhere all the time i'm up level but a i'm on level about thou- we're no, both just I on wrote level the a copy thousand and i wrote level <laughs> a thousand and i didn't want to embarrass well, didn't you say emily i'm
2: do you think i have the capacity for being embarrassed <laughs> That's hilarious. Actually, that's very true. <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. So I did not know that was your line.
4: Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I it, I could have made it more clear. Um, that's <laughs> By the way, that will bad. be
2: on your gravestone. But <laughs> <laughs> my bad. No. I no. I feel like that would be something on. Oh, yes. My bad will definitely be on your gravestone. My gravestone will. I, I should have been more clear. That's my way of saying you should have understood what no, I said. No, I should
4: have been more clear. Means fuck you. I should have been more yeah. clear.
2: Means like you're an um, idiot. Yeah, yeah.
4: Collect tons of memes that you can bet. Collect tons of fiends that you Am get. Am I not being up. clear?
2: That that's you're an idiot. That's I should have been more clear is like.
4: That's the big guy. I just, I should have been. Yeah. Collect tons of fiends that you can power up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges. There are thousands of puzzles to play. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. I feel like you should have been more clear. Plus, er, about where I wanted to work. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Back to Annie.
2: What's it like to have such cool friends though, Emily? (laughs) i don't have friends i have fiends what did you find out because i want to hear about this it is blow they, by blow.
4: they don't know but they believe that it's a combination of urine and fluid from the female prostate gland i have a prostate <laughs>
3: i know i have a hemorrhoid i know i had a prostate i know i had a button falling out of my ass i know it is like am i growing a dick out of my butt hole right now? <laughs> well I am think- i naturally by the way i don't know like how pc this is to
2: say by the way transition babies do your thing happy for you happy for you to be happy literally the only thing about the trans stuff that is like when I have friends that have kids in LA and they're picking their gender at like five, six it's none of my business what is fucking right Dear or wrong thing. I'll do whatever you tell me to say I don't give a shit if yes. I, if I to forget yeah. sorry yeah yeah if I say the wrong thing it's if not on I purpose if I say the wrong thing it's I totally also, by accident, the way, yeah. I also if I say your pronoun wrong I also don't know your name get me on that yeah like, you know also I don't know what an
3: adverb is so I don't know
2: what a fucking pronoun yeah, is either. Exactly. like play fucking
3: Mad Libs with me and you'll see that I don't know what a fucking pronoun just is just call it like, what, like I've never <laughs> sweat more than when someone's like alright we're doing Mad Libs like all right, two adverbs. I'm like,
1: I what? Yeah, like,
3: <laughs> Someone else take this. I don't know what these things but are. What is an onomatopoeia. I don't know. That's what you do with <laughs> Actually, your word. Actually,
2: I now. do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what squirting is and and it's still
3: we're still <laughs> using the 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 old person bed. So I'm still being called up to. him
2: Zzz. I think about that all
3: the it's time. It's literally the funny. That's how you squirt. Think about it at the right time. Well, hold on. Let's not. For okay, all right. will you tell about your bed? their adjustable bed. Oh yes! Oh, I have um, I have a like a hospital bed. I (laughs) ordered one of those hospital beds, and so uh, my boyfriend and I—he's very tall, so he'll just stand at the edge of the bed, and then we'll have. Sometimes I have the remote, sometimes he has it, and then I just I scooch my my bottomless body to the edge to the corner, and then we just. We just go zzz, and then I lift up to his penis level. And then we sometimes it's zzz, we go up and down, but that's pretty slow. You have to wait for the motor to kick in and stuff. But I present my vagina to him. It's really, I, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> I can't. It is so good. And it prepares you for getting molested in the old folks home, which is going to happen to all of us. I
2: was going to say, or it's like, it reminds me of like when you're in stirrups at the gyno. Well, it just sucks
3: that your mom is in one of those beds. So that probably makes you feel bad. You're like, are they?
2: That is true. But hers moves way faster.
3: <laughs> hers, hers is, is like a real one. It's like <laughs> Wait, but it's medical
2: like, grade medical equipment. Where do your legs go on you? I'm on the corner of it. Okay. But your legs have to be on the bed. So I'm
3: on the very edge. Okay. Got it. Okay, got it. And your legs are dangling. My legs are dangling. It's it's okay. great.
2: But then they're around him. Right. Yeah. Is there um, like a piece of paper on top of the bed? <laughs> yes, there's a piece of paper. He's wearing gloves. I don't know why I'm picturing like paper wrinkling.
3: But is that... Dr. Wang's it? Wang- Wang- dr Wayne. i'm so sorry i love him so much i talked to him on the phone he's the greatest i knew he was gonna be uh, a little pricey when he gave me a cell phone number one oh <laughs> when he gave me a cell phone number I went, oh boy we're not gonna get the what discount a on this gives one you a cell phone all number. right this, and also wrong girl you don't want me to have your cell phone <laughs> i'm gonna be like i just got my period at three in the morning
2: also by the way that he is the greatest because he said to me when i went in and froze eggs he was like you might never use these yes but the freedom it's going to give you yes. to move through the world just knowing you have it. This and he brings out
3: his uh, candies. He shows you with the his Starburst. Um, Starburst. But it's funny when you go in you can t- see that like other people have been eating. They think it's like a thing of Starburst. He shows you like whether you have good eggs or bad eggs yeah. with these two different colored. <laughs> he has yellow orange, and orange. And then cherry
2: which is of course the best.
3: And then, oh he didn't even have any cherries for me. Oh I probably ate them. No you probably went in when you were younger than me. He told <laughs> me that I have the uterus of a 34 year old. I was like thank you so much. Hey. <laughs> it's so amazing what is that? he did not tell
2: that to, he didn't say he said that to
3: me when i was 32 he said you have the pussy of a 13 year old this is gorgeous who did I was this 32 who did this work <laughs> who
2: nipped and tucked this one did you ever get any veg stuff done no wait that's not true i remembered this the other day i went to i can say who it is dr lancer had a Ulthera. It was like a laser. Wait, that was, is that the one that... It was supposed to tighten your vagina. Uh-huh. It was like a wand. <laughs> and I did go in for three sessions. I, you, don't, I
3: feel like you're... You run so like... like tight. tight. I'm always that doing I, a Kegel. There's no way... I actually... When, I, when you went to Ra- Raquel...
2: Oh, there's like massage. I was like, Jesus. Did you know? When you went to rehab, no. Oh my God, I was like, I would have visited you. I didn't <laughs> I get to go to the family session. am so you think would have known if I went to rehab? I, well, I would have told them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know that I never need to deliver news to anyone. I know <laughs> Annie will do it for me. She has to wait. Like, she gives me a <laughs> wink when it's okay. Okay, <laughs> yeah, if I was in rehab, I'd be like, hey, guys, yeah, rehab here. Like, I know. I would, hell yeah, but, you, but we'd be in a good one. Know. I'd be with you, codependent. Everyone would know. I'd be like, I'm at Betty Ford. Hashtag paid partnership, Betty Ford. Thank you so much for getting me so where you guys are the best. Betty, Betty Bosworth. Hashtag paid ads. Um, what were, okay when so, I went to Rahel so uh, Rahel is she told me I was doing a Kegel forever she does the Grinberg method which is a is a uh, I've talked about this book a lot on the podcast the body that keeps the score yeah. where you hold old trauma in your muscles and based on the way that you reacted to traumas growing up or like shrunk yourself or a lot of times women's shoulders because we're so apologetic and need to minimize ourselves or we have bad posture whatever and that when something I was actually ducking from semen teacher jizz <laughs> so that was what I was like oh no Having to bob and weave I was like oh my god <laughs> and so she goes in and finds all the places that you like hold tension and she, basically it's like you get naked you're lying there in your panties and she like touches your shoulder and you
3: squirt out of your eyes <laughs> you become quite a eye squirter and you
2: cry for and like that two the, hours yeah oh yeah it's really it's, it's wild. wild we're both dating younger guys I don't know why I haven't like thought about that for some reason I am just why am I and look I I, you know it took me so long to surrender to dating somebody younger because the three things I thought I needed in relationships was a guy that's taller than me physically and Alex like is my when I'm barefoot, he's a little tall. Alex
3: climbs you, bitch.
2: Okay. He climbs you like a fucking tree.
3: And listen, I love Alex. <laughs> I'm Team Alex. I've been Team Alex this whole fucking time. You really I, have been. When you were pretending you weren't Team Alex, I was still Team Alex. That's right. And remember, there was one time where he came
2: over and he had... Um, uh, he had super glued his eyes shut <laughs> I was still team Alex okay and he was wearing sunglasses and he, you were like I don't know about his attitude today or something and I was like yeah I feel like he's in a bad mood and then later he was like yeah I so I fucking super glued my eyes shut yeah I was like why does he keep winking I at me know. he's flirting with me <laughs> because when you're he's a, a rock, he rock climbs and you have to super glue wounds together basically while you're climbing To you put super glue in them and continue climbing that's
3: actually how the doctor tightens your vagina <laughs> that was the same laser that he used they just super good.
2: Cool. and well the irony is like dating a rock climber everyone's like that's so hot I'm like no his fingers are just fucking nasty calluses thank god you got those
3: hard titties
2: <laughs> <Covers>. <laughs> well no here's the other thing about rock climbers is that they have to keep their hands dry at all times and he perfect for your I age. was gonna say that's why he dates <laughs> older women you don't have to worry about that like Jesus because the woman he dated before me was like three years older than me oh that's good when you're the young one dude when he goes to yeah I'm like a hot young like dude for him my yoga instructor who's fucking
3: incredible who is now She's moved on to a skincare line that's got I don't even know what the name of it, but I'm wearing it. It's amazing. But she, I like love her so much. I'm sure she's, she's 10 years right older now than me, being like, Say it. I'll say it at another Remember. on a, I'll say it somewhere else. Can you it's so good. It's Ursula. I'll hand I'll handle you guys. You guys will know about it. But she um she came over to like drop off the products and um she met Todd and she was like, Oh my god, she's 10 years older than me. She's like, oh my god, he's amazing. Like do, I mean, he's just like, does he have a, young, does he have an older brother? I'm like, his,
2: older, his older brother is eight years younger than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. There's no such thing. I just feel like there's like, we talk so much right now about like isms, like uh, homophobia, racism, sexism. We don't talk enough about ageism. Well, and I was ageist. Yeah. I totally was. I was like, you know, you just assume like younger, like younger guys are like punks and they are like, don't appreciate women and da da da. I have, I can argue you that, it's the older guys that I feel like yes. are broken and they see women as fucking objects. Old guys are punks. Old guys. No, it's just not that. It's just more like I always thought in order to get more mature, you'd have to go older. You That's know? what I
3: thought too until Todd. Todd, listen, when I first started dating Todd, it was it was moments before the pandemic, okay? He was just like basement Todd, I called him. He worked in the basement of <laughs> the comedy store. He was so cute.
2: He was from Jersey. Remind me of home. Can I say something really quick? Yes. Did you feel like, I feel like I have avoided or not dated a lot of really amazing men because they were too nice Mm -hmm. and my brain goes like oh that person is nice either i don't deserve that or i I, like don't respect that person or like they must be dumb
3: yeah well yeah like well it's not even i don't even think like i don't think it's that i like i think when i was unhealed like when i wasn't working on myself i was so bored by like kindness was like this is not the thing that gets my adrenaline i was so like addicted to the roller coaster of like being conflict yeah and and, like triggered all the time and i mean i was like my neighbors used to slide things under my last my boyfriend before him or two boyfriends before him um would slide like notes under a door that's like do we need to call the cops like because we would just be screaming and slamming shit and i was like a slam i don't I,
2: my like anger outbursts are gone. Like I must miss them. So I remember one time with Alex, like I was just testing him a lot. I was, because also him being younger made me feel insecure because, well, first of all, the three things I thought I needed was taller than me a vet bigger free vet services that's what uh, i needed uh, no boyfriends. a war vet with no legs, so they can't leave me they can never hobble out of here they'll find a way they'll army crawl out i was always they're had, good at crawling i was had such <laughs> fucked up and i'll
3: sign that army <laughs> guy's legs okay bring those nubs to me <laughs> when she tosses you out you come to my shower, Right? i'll sign your balls and your
2: nubs my vet crawls because he's literally a child uh little baby uh but uh uh bigger than me because that's yes, what made me yes, feel small. Yes. And I had such fucked up body dysmorphia thing, stuff yeah. that I was like, I can never date a guy that's thinner than me. Yeah. It just would like weird me out. But I always had better sex with little guys. That's all. It's always the case. But here's what the they only thing, you. the only thing hotter than a guy who's five fucking, you know, inches taller than you is the guy who is your height. Who's like, yeah, what's up? I'm going to fuck your brains out. And, they're, and it's actually more alpha in a way. Yeah. No, it you know is. When they're can't like, explain it. I'm going to fuck the shit yeah. out of you. They're like, no, I. you're taller than me and He's wearing me. your heels in bed. And <laughs> can, like, and I'm into it.
3: Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. Todd. Okay. So Todd's 6'3", which is so He's hot. very
2: tall. Yeah. He's so cute. He's I'm, also just like always laughing. He's, he's always, always laughing. in such a good mood. He's always laughing. Can I tell you something? It is so fucking healed of you for you to be able to receive the kind of love that he gives. Well. And like the consistent positive energy that he puts out. It's is amazing. Wild. He's just
3: like wearing stripes and laughing. So in the let me ask you something. Always. So for people that smoking are smoking a cigarette, when you're kind of like there's, vaping,
2: there's a certain point where like, I think for me, when you're in so many bad relationships, by the time a good person comes along, I find that everything they do is like suspicious. Like, like when I met Alex, like he'd be like, Hey, how was your day? I'm like, who's asking? Like yeah, like everything, Is it you I know, or your like, inner child? It's always like, the whole show up with flowers. I'm like, what did you do? Let me see your phone. Honestly, flowers are suspicious. <laughs> flowers
3: are like, like, you were just thinking about me. when I pay for those? It's like, if they're from Ralph's, they did
2: something. <laughs> like if they're like last minute, like, oh shit, like the flower store's closed, you know? For people that are consistently in bad relationships, mm. it's like, you go like, oh, I guess my picker's just off. I guess I'm just like always going to recreate my childhood circumstances, whatever. And then it's tricky because then you get to a point where you stop gravitating. You wouldn't gravitate when healthy because people are like, well, this person's always an unhealthy relationship. You're just Mm -hmm. like, you get what you expect, et cetera. Like when Todd came along, do you feel like you had already done enough work to be able to receive that? Or do you feel like he came into your life and you're like, I was right on the edge of it.
3: Like I was right on the edge, but I was go- I was burning really fast. Like I re- I was going like as fast as I could. I- everything I was doing, it was just like like everything all the time. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Everything like so feeling like I had to follow a certain path to a specific thing and then when Todd came along he was like I remember he would like he's he um slept over and I missed like a meditation class or yoga or something I was like freaking out I was like I missed my fucking class like now I'm gonna miss jiu-jitsu I was waking up doing a meditation class hot yoga then jiu-jitsu then writing like I had like everything kind of like planned and it was like not sustainable I get headaches and stuff because I'm like so I I hold on too tight. So, but I was, I was like. Had that routine, and I remember he like fucked the routine up. And I was like, and it wasn't, it was like because I was like feeling love feelings yeah. and happy, and we're you're like, just in the moment, in in yeah. yeah. And I was like, You're fucking ruining my shit already. Yeah. And he was like, Don't you just want someone that can like tell me what your schedule is? I'll help you get up for it. I'll like, Don't you want someone that just like loves and supports you? And I was like,
2: Scram, kids. Like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? And the irony is, like, we go to Scream. yoga and meditation to relax, meanwhile, you're actually relaxed in bed Panicking. with this guy. I would be screaming, and was, like I need to go relax. And like I better make the yoga. Yeah. But so then
3: so then the pandemic hit right when we had been dating for like 2 weeks and I kept telling him like this is not like a long-term thing like I'm going to just like I will drop you at some point you don't fit my that's what I said to
2: Alex truly and he day. was
3: like "No, he's like whatever he was like I think I'm good for you and which, I was by like the what? Way,
2: that is the hottest shit to be like cool bitch and yeah. this is with Alex the first time I pulled my like bullshit which I think half was like testing him because yeah. I think my brain was so ageist I was like well he's immature and he's not yeah. ready for this and he doesn't want something serious I have to take off my important your of shrug your little shrug I know I'm sorry the fucking air conditioning is broken oh no it's okay I, 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 I pretend, always pit. anyway but I also pretend the quote air conditioning is broken so that girls will just take off mm-hmm. all their clothes that's a, a, a sexual predator move I've learned I'm from glitter. being in Hollywood that's so cute I know it's like I a shimmer yeah I brought a shimmer it's like a good shimmer what's it where's it from your body shimmer let's because it's like not too much it's the I perfect I bring everything
3: I'm wearing just in case you want
2: it's the perfect wearing amount wearing. of like luminescent I know
3: you're
2: too. but I remember when um, I pulled some oh cute shimmer oil what's the brand Anastasia Anastasia oh that's the eyebrow girl that's like that really girl. good that girl's a queen and so um he I pulled some shit with him that was just like Who's that? Like, it was just, he is a vet, and vet is a very ma- uh, female-dominated profession. All his, like, resident mates and best friends are, like, female vets. That's what you guys have in common. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> you have in common that you're in, like, the wrong
3: gender job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, so, I was doing some, like, oh, who is that? And he's like, oh, my resident mate. I'm like, cool, what? Like, just pulling some shit. Fake jealous just bullshit. Fake ball- yeah, just poking, like, poking. Let's see what you got, poking. bitch. Yeah. Let's see. Because I used to equate, um, like, truculent or like mm. being willing to fight like that's how I'm going to see how smart you are truculent, Tru- so <laughs> truculent. Like, what's the word when you like want to fight all the time it is pugnacious that is it's the word called d- d- to, to being approach- a Joe Rogan fan I don't know <laughs> antagonistic <laughs> to- antagonistic yeah it's just like let's the see the fact how-
3: that you have to dumb it down for me is so cute but just <laughs>
2: <laughs> but just yeah, i don't <laughs> i can't read bitch <laughs> but just like trying to yeah see no i know what, what you he's mean got. yeah i'm like let's fucking see what you got well let's and he literally i was like doing that and he was just like what are you doing yeah they just was, like, see you I was, doing the moves doing? and no he it was just, he was like oh he was like
3: does this usually work for you?" you like wouldn't let him come to things and stuff you were like the oh. party's starting you need to leave yeah I was like that too I mean Todd like okay I was like we're not together but here's the thing the pandemic hit right okay so Todd was like saying all that stuff and by the way before the pandemic hit the three weeks that we were together when I was like we're gonna break up I opened for Louis CK that's my boy he didn't pull his penis out I was almost disappointed Um, I was like (laughs) "Uh, your reputation is off
2: (laughs) I've never looked hotter
3: and he can take the hit because he's a ginger and they
1: (laughs) um, no I fucking (laughs) I
3: absolutely love Louis but um, so so I opened for him in like Denver or yeah. something. And so I was only going to be gone for one night and Todd was like working at the comedy store and his apartment was far away. So he was like, can I stay at your place? Cause it's close to work. And I was like, stay at my place when I'm out there. Okay. And I was like, you can do it. But then I was like, what if he like brings, I don't know him. Like, what if he brings like girls to my house? I come home. He brought his PlayStation. He moved into my home. <laughs> he did the complete opposite he moved into my house and i was like oh my god what am i going to do with this guy and then the pandemic hit and i was like we'll just stay through this like short quarantine
2: mm-hmm. and then you know 12 years later here we are it's also like a younger guy it's kind of night nice. when you're dating an older guy the biggest bummer dude is like when you open a drawer like in the bathroom there's like cover girl lipstick from like
3: 89. That they put on when you're not there. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) They're freaks. If you're single... Listen, and I never... I dated older guys. They were never divorced. They were just... Loser community, no offense, sorry. They're Can not, you, lo- I don't want to say they're losers because I don't want to harbor any resentment. I'll say anything, it, they're but, losers. Are you comfortable are sharing
4: the age gap? Like how, when we're saying um, young, how okay,
3: much Okay, so let's see. The older the one guys?
4: was, yeah, one
3: was. No, no, I mean now. Todd. Yeah. Like oh, with how, Todd? Oh, 11 years, 11 years. I'm eight or
2: nine. I'm not sure how old he is. Okay. I just, I yeah, shy, no, any Dude, I can't ask, even
3: scroll like his face. I'm going to ask him about himself If I scroll through his like, Profile pics. If I go like four pics, he's a kid. I'm like, uh. His mom <laughs> like, sent me his graduation picture. I was like, bitch, do not send me this when stuff. And are
2: you reminded that, because to me, Alex is so much more emotionally no, mature exactly. than I am. Exactly. And Todd's more mature so, in yes, general. Yes. But when are times when you're like, this is an age thing?
3: Um, Very rarely. He knows everything for some reason. I don't know why he knows yeah,
2: all the Alex things. Alex knows everything. Every lyric to every Moore Morris song. Yeah, like he was like for whatever. Because my <laughs> thing is like, if we don't have the same music references, like when I dated a much older guy, it was just like I'm like I don't know James Taylor. Like I don't. I'm sure he's. Lovely. I know James Taylor, but I'm I, sure he's. I was lovely. hoping you were gonna be like, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna list like Holland Oates on a road trip. Like it's just not <laughs> well, me. then I try to. You're naming some hits, bitch. Well, You're not, coming for not, me. Not, You're come coming for, for me, me. Cancel me. I'm well, because also- you want to. You know what
3: though? I, my dad. The only music oh. I listened to as a kid was music my dad played that before he would sense. go to work. So my dad would stay up all night. This is why I fight the night, like my dad. Mm-hmm. Like we do not want to go to sleep. We try to stay up as late as we can. Well, but he had watches. to go. To, he had to be at work at like six or seven. So he would like be up until like one or two and then he would be up at four getting ready because he has ADD so it would take a while so my dad would be all tired and he would have to jack himself up by blasting music he would play like the Eagles and James Taylor and like Moody Blues and stuff but he and Hollow Notes but he would play I remember he would play Hotel California and my brother was like dad that was like the scariest shit because we were like still in that subconscious mm-hmm. like floating phase of still being kind of asleep yeah so you're like absorbing Letting all the it stuff up. yeah 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 it's like
2: but you can never leave Max was like what the hell <laughs> yeah well was like you can check in but you could never leave but Janis Joplin
3: all that stuff so like kind of the only music I like and and um like Elton John but you, when then you date older guys and you're like oh you remind me of my dad this makes sense I get oh, why oh that's I'm why here. I'm bored. you call me a con. oh that's <laughs> why I
2: to use a record player you always apologize when I say oh my god I got the comedy store record, record player players, too. Is, we were just playing it earlier Pat got me uh, an Alanis, Alanis Morissette record Aww. and we played it it was so fucking cool. pill it actually works I did not think it would work let's be honest I know It works better than the sound system at the comedy store. I know. I'm like, yeah, do you want us to bring this in? But here's the other thing about dating older guys. Like, it's weird because I was trying to work on a bit about this and I just like couldn't. It's almost like too incendiary to talk about, which is like this whole like younger girls dating older guys now is like a problematic. It's an abuse of power. Like that when you grew up without money, that was like, your parents would encourage you to do that. It was like the nicest thing your parents could do. It was like, oh yeah, go with the guy that can like take you to restaurants. My parents,
3: girl, my parents. Okay, you know how you said nobody talks about ageism? My mom was a worked at this organization um, when I was a kid called the Gray Panthers, which was just like an organism, by the way, way to steal the fucking name from the <laughs> Wait, fucking, wait, what? They called it Gray Panthers and the woman that, that ran it that I was that I knew was this like nine year old woman whose name was Maggie Kuhn. I'm like, it was K U H N, but I was like, um.
2: Tricky.
3: I'm like, this is, speaking of a word that doesn't exist back then, problematic. (laughs) But, um,. So she was always like, ageism was kind of like a thing we talked about
2: all the time. And it was, she Wait, was always so like- so Grey Panthers was like a pro It was like, yeah, people. it was like helping
3: the elderly and stuff. But then they all died. <laughs> oh. And it ended. But she, but I learned from Maggie Kuhn, the quote, um, the best age to be is the age you are. And that has like saved my life. Because I do feel that way. I'm always like present in the moment, loving my age. But of course my age hasn't gotten shaky yet. Yeah. But, uh, I was gonna say, you say
2: that out. But the reason I'm telling you that is, what were you saying? No, well, no, I'm just saying like, I think that like, this is a hot take. I dated older guys because I needed someone that. I, oh, okay. But hold on, really quick. My parent, our parent, the the in that maybe it's kind of more of a southern thing too. Whereas, like the idea of dating a teenage boy your age is much worse because they're gonna like show photos of you naked to their friends. They don't know how to fuck yet. Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna crash their dad's truck when they're totally. They're, they're drunk gonna drink and drive. Like they like they schnops. wanted me to date someone that was older that had a job that had a car that they could be like, okay, this is like an adult. That you're dealing with this instead of some okay. kid who's gonna make you like play chicken on I tractor, like- and then but I have a theory that like it's actually why I got smart. Like I dated, yes, of course, creepy older guys that were like preying on me, but I was like using them. As you were praying as, for them. I was, <laughs> I was using I was using um, them as much as they were using me, and I remember like. That's a really part of, big part of how I got smart because I yeah. had to like talk to older people, and yeah. like he had books, and I would like read them. And the would... older
3: people that preyed on me did not want me to
0: talk like an adult. Oh, it was yeah. the last. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's.
1: Now's the time to get two for 3 dollars Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Like and they goo the, goo, like, yeah, they're like, can you go down in age? <laughs> uh, we are taking a quick break from the conversation with a e to talk about another podcast that is very worth listening to. There is a podcast, it is called Life is Short. Justin Long, he chats with celebrities, actors, musicians, artists, and more about how they get the most out of life. How do we make the most of our time here on Earth? Well, I certainly don't know. How do we bring meaning to our lives at work? How do we, you know, uh, find the best emoji? to use when texting. These are the important questions asked in this weekly interview podcast. Listen to Life is Short with Justin Long on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. But I'm saying like, that's how I learned about like, like got worldly and learned like how to run a business because I was dating a guy that ran a restaurant. He was older and like my, no one taught me about money as a woman, like as a girl, like no one taught me. I learned it by dating older guys. So it kind of was an advantage that I had in a weird way. As my, fucked up as that sounds, my dad used to make us play this
3: game called Cash Flow, but I didn't understand what it was to try to teach us about money. Yeah, it's like a money game. It was like a board game about money, but I don't fucking remember it. But I was probably high. Do you know how many times I was like on acid in front of my family and they didn't know? I was just such a little druggy kid. But is that true? Yeah, I remember my mom being like, "We're going to we're going to the store," and I was like, "Fuck!" I just dropped acid. <laughs> so we went to the store, and I remember being stuck in the candy aisle for a while. And then like, look at my brother. Like, is that a girl or boy? Like, and this was before there. Was that many questionables. Questionables uh, of their gender, not questionable of their
2: intent behind the gender. And so what? Okay, so my mom- Because I do want to know what drugs have, that microdose, that what they do to your mind. Well, I want to
3: say, my mom did not raise me to marry a rich guy. And I look back and I go, bitch, you could have been like, make your own wealth and also- Date a rich guy. Really hurt because you know I was like rich? date a guy that has no so money. Do you know how many times I had a like? I always had a dream of like throwing some a uh, guy's stuff out the window, <laughs> but it was always like kind of mine. I was like, wait, that was the thing he borrowed from mine. Like, there's really like, there's a trash bag with like a couple of shirts in it. It's not gonna like fucking mean anything.
2: <laughs> what are the things that really do you feel like changed you, changed your neurology, like okay, in so, a big way? If you were to recommend to like a person, like. Here's like five things that change my okay, life. I would recommend
3: who I am today right now. I would recommend actually not drugs. I would recommend hypnosis and subconscious reprogramming. I would recommend this guy, Jim Fortin. His podcast has like changed everything. I what love is it. Him. About? It's about subconscious. It's like brain based like studies and stuff about like um, just subconscious reprogramming and stuff. And it's all like, it's just all like working on like focusing your brain where you want it, like kind of not living in a victim mentality. Mm. It's really good. It's like like,
2: figuring out what thoughts are true and which aren't like, it was such a yeah. fucking mind fuck for me when I learned in program that feelings aren't facts. I was like, what? Like yeah. everything
3: I think <laughs> is true. And then when you realize like your memory is not like always correct and you're just really hanging on to stuff.
2: But Dude, really, more on, like d- Morian surf, this is actually really going to get me canceled because it's like, it's like, believe women, but also memories are flawed. Yeah. <laughs> like Morian surf, he's coming on the podcast. He has a bunch of TED talks about this. He's a neuroscientist that talk about how no one really remembers anything accurately. Yeah. And it's this elephant in the living room that we're not allowed to talk about because our memories are so biased and flawed. Yeah. Like no two people will remember an incident the same way. Well,
3: I like the elephant to be in the bedroom because <laughs> that's why I used to get so blackout drunk to fuck. Because I was like, one of us needs to forget this. But
2: don't ride elephants. <laughs> do not- In the bedroom or elsewhere. And do not uh, get <laughs> necklaces of their- tusks no do not do that by the way when i go down to la jolla whenever i do the comedy store in la jolla it is so weird to walk around it they just have ivory in the fucking store windows really yes it's wild do you realize that wow. that ivory what was it can you look up the gifts for every wedding anniversary I think Ivory is still on there.
3: They're a real Christmas town. Did you know that Dr. Seuss came from, is from that area and that's why he wrote The Grinch? Because they're like obsessed with Christmas. La is uh-huh. like, in, you're inside a Christmas globe. It's a weird little place. It's
2: such a weird little like I do
3: village. like it though. I don't know about the, I, I don't a, support the animal cruelty. It's but, a
2: very rich suburb of San Diego. Uh-huh.
3: And I'm not There's sure. There's seals like. I, they're on just, the beach.
2: There's <laughs> just seals chilling. There's not, like four or five And not like attacks. the hot, like Navy ones. Like. <laughs>
1: There are <laughs> Navy SEALs too. That's and where they do they their are training.
2: The SEALs are also kind um, of And no, but it's like walruses and I like, like their whiskers and fucking, what is it now? What is it up to? How many people have died of taking selfies this year? I think 327 was how many people had been taking selfies and fell off cliffs while taking selfies. But it's selfies. happening
3: now. There's no way three just died now. <laughs> and there's uh,
2: uh, so many people that have died taking photos with wild animals. I almost fucking died on the way here, like going up the fucking <laughs> Canyon and shit. I was like, I got to take a picture of my euphoria because I thought of a pun. Mm-hmm. I wanted to
3: take a picture and go, it's more like me for <laughs> And it's just, I almost died. <laughs> and then as I was almost dying, I saw a fucking Prius literally in the bushes. <laughs> and thank God there was a bush because it would have gone like straight down into the thing. And these I, two kids like.
2: Dude, th- literally there's a video that is, I do not well, recommend yeah. that you Google it, of a guy trying to take a selfie with a bear and it just starts eating him but he's still snapping And he's still snapping that's a whitney move and there's, there's so many. we're gonna talk about <laughs> i'm the like extensions. if i just love this bear enough it'll we're gonna it'll talk change. about the
3: extension we mentioned this on my show <laughs> i went to whitney's um halloween party <laughs> okay it was for june shine where's well, the june sis- shine oh that's right that's where's right. the june shine i'm holding promoted? one right
2: now actually but this is not my flavor my flavor. okay that now.
3: flavor fucking sucks okay okay <laughs> get the other one get the whitney brand oh, okay what
2: happened i i don't feel like we have to hang out that much
3: I my hair caught on fire oh that's right. right my extension went up in flames I was talking to your agent or your manager I was talking to your manager who was dressed as gold and then his boyfriend was a gold digger and when there were hot gays around I am gonna do whatever they say I was like whipped I was like hello boys and so I was I was a, um, I went as a slutty shaman and I just like just dressed like a whore and had a bucket that's right and I had a bucket with um, and I drew a third eye on my forehead you had like incense burning in yeah, your yeah and I brought incense burning it actually was a brilliant it was great it was a great costume for like a place where like people weren't actually like drunk and enjoying themselves but
2: yours was very well thought out and like well committed to and, and that's always, it, sometimes that can be cringy and you like nailed it. Um, like, what were we talking about? I, what we were talking about uh, subconscious programming. Subconscious so this is like when you go like, but to get this person, this first person hates me. I'm never going to like, when you're able to go like, no, those are just thoughts. They're, right. they're subconscious. I'm like,
3: I'm now like spinning a story in a narrative and all I need to do, I'm having a feeling that's not productive for me. And so what I can do now is use these tools, whether it's like breath work or, I've been doing breath work again, which is so fun. Okay, and explain what that is. Breath work? Well, there's a bunch of different types of breath works, but it just will Just please tell move. me you're not going to
2: get a tattoo that says breathe.
3: I'm not getting any tattoos. Do you have none? None. That's wild. Todd wants me to get one, but... Of what does he want you to get? Probably a crab or something. He's like... <laughs> so we always eat crab legs. If Todd's like doubling down, he gets like... He has a lobster tattoo and he wants to get like a crab on his neck with a, with a crown. So it's like king crab. I'm like, all right, let's which just What's obsession with crabs? We just eat... I mean, we eat seafood all the time. The love of his life had crabs in college. I don't know.
2: <laughs> your pussy smells like Glopter. Oh, Yes. Like what? Well, oh my God.
3: Esther just tweeted. She's like, what is sea moss? I was like, it's the stuff between your legs, bitch. Use your manscaped. <laughs> is that true? No, but oh. I don't know what sea moss is. But isn't that such a good idea? It's a good name for fucking pubes. <laughs> sea moss. Um but wait, what were we talking okay, about? Okay, so ta- so, oh, oh, so, so, um,
2: so, so you're doing breath work. Breath work is
3: like. You just, okay, so the one I do, it's, um, my friend Sophia is, uh, uh does it for me. And I met her at this, like, this breath work place before COVID. Obviously that was like the first class to get yeah. cut is breath work, You're just breathing COVID on each other. Yeah. <laughs> but she does a method that's like, you breathe, like all, it's always through your
2: mouth and you breathe to your stomach,
3: huh? your chest and out. <sighs>
2: Because <sighs> we mostly breathe with our diaphragm only, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to breathe out of our stomach. It moves trapped emotions. I don't care if it sounds woo woo and hippie shit. It
3: fucking you are well, screaming Well, it deactivates and your amygdala.
2: That's real. So you can't simultaneously re- uh, reduce. I'm sorry. You can't simultaneously release cortisol and take deep breaths. So cortisol is emitted. So you can make yourself emit cortisol whenever you want if you start just going like and taking like cortisol
3: is actually pee did you know
2: that so I'm just like always I can, then I can swear. Yeah. in that case I made constant squirter but when you're the stress hormone cortisol which makes you gain weight it makes your yeah, metabolism yeah, yeah. slow down it makes your complete brain shut down your frontal lobe cut off like when you're taking deep breaths that's your brain's way of going oh we're in trouble it's with- just
3: so hard to not to like in that moment when you're getting triggered like when I'm getting like filled up with like yeah. blood
2: you yeah. know when you like get triggered and you just feel feel
3: like blood rising. But it's rising. also, I feel like the word
2: triggered now became like, you're so delicate that people have to walk on eggshells Well, you know like,
3: where the words came being from. being, like, well, I Rob Schneider, it. wait, no, Rob Schneider told me this. I just was talking to him on the phone. I love me my Robbie. <laughs> he goes, love him. he was like, the triggered, safe space, all the stuff, that's, those were words for autism. Those were for, Correct. and I used to be a special ed teacher or a camp counselor. And so yeah. I know all, like, I knew all this shit. Um, but I when he said that, I was like, oh my God, it is. So now we're just all acknowledging we're but, special. But needs,
2: that I guess. word, like, has just lost its, like, it's now like Here's uh, what here's
3: what I want to say about it. And I didn't mean to heil Hitler to get no, the I attention. I, <laughs> I will say, no, honestly, like the thing with it, and like we've I said this on your last podcast. You know, this is the thing I always say. I would say twiggered instead of triggered because I'm being a baby. Yeah, yeah, I like, love that. Tool. I'm being a child. I just say twiggered. But it is like, I love this, like, yeah, it's like mental health awareness, all that stuff. It's time to now work through it guys. Like I'm, it's done. I don't think we need to end there. It's like now, like I just, I'm learning all these tools. I'm trying, I'm going to do this thing with Spotify coming out soon. That's like, I'm going to do all my like hippie woo woo shit on it. I don't know what it's called yet, but it's, it's coming. It's going to be like, um, just audio and stuff. So I can have people come on and like talk to them and stuff, but it's going to be really fun. And if I'm not funny on it, we're not doing it. I'm going to put a fine to pay. You're going to have to pay to see me be not funny. But But I do, like, I think I'm learning all these tools and I'm just, like, putting them out there when I learn them because... And take them if you want them and if not, but it's like, because I just, it's like, I'm tired of like, okay, I was diagnosed with this thing and now it's like, I had a friend in, in college who was diagnosed bipolar and I was like, Dana, you're not, like, you've never seemed bipolar to me, like, even a little bit. Yeah. And of course, I only knew her for four years or whatever, right. or eight, um, undergrad, <laughs> took a while, but but she then like kind of, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what happened, but then she went like kind of wild. And I was like, I don't know if it was like this permission in her or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not going to speak on anyone else's mental illness or anything, but it's like, it's very exciting for me to have found these tools that are really helping me just get in touch with how I feel, what I'm doing,
2: what's like, what I want to like project
3: into the world. Yeah. I guess. But
2: I think that like the mental illness conversation right now, it's like, it's, it's like great. We're talking about mental illness, but you being diagnosed with a mental illness, like there, it, that's a great first step in order to figure out, like, yes, how am I going yeah. to move through? It doesn't mean everyone needs to walk on eggshells around right. uh, my mental illness, right? Because that's actually like narcissism and egomania, which is not allowed. Let's just say if I get diagnosed
3: with something, you guys will never, I'm taking that to the grave. It's not
2: your, it's not everybody else's thing, because they're yeah. struggling with their own shit. And it's magical thinking to go, because I, I see a lot of people that are so desperate right now to self diagnose to something they want so badly yeah. to have anxiety disorder. To have, well, the there are people that actually been, have yeah. it if you're tweeting about it five times a day and instagramming it, chances are you don't have fucking anxiety it depends on what time period it is if it's in the middle of the night maybe you have it I'm if all you do is post (laughs) about how anxious you are why don't you have anxiety about how much you're boring me with these fucking posts where you're just trying to be a victim so it's like it's not well the
3: currency became victimhood and I think after um, this pandemic I think we're done with that I think it's like we all were victims now we're equaled out we all were victims we had too much
2: time to like self-obsess and self-flagellate and feel sorry for ourselves and
3: I think it's it's hard for like women like us because we are supposed to be like paying attention to kids like yeah. we are supposed to like naturally have children at this point but like maybe even be grandmas like we're supposed to be raising but, our
2: kids kids yes now.
3: i can't believe i wasn't a pregnant teen that had a pregnant teen <laughs> but i like but so it is interesting to have all this sort of like excess like energy to focus on ourselves where you're not It's not, like, on a kid. I'm grateful for that because um, if and hopefully when I do have kids, I'm
2: going to have work through all my
3: shit and, like...
2: And, but but also having a little bit of shit, like, they'll also be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, like, that's the other thing is that, like, I'm not saying, like, is good for kids. Like, don't do it on purpose, but, like, you know, for me, I feel really lucky that... You know, my parents were inconsistent and like they weren't yeah. around a lot or there was alcoholism in my family because it prepared me for like actual life. Yeah. Like, I see people that were raised in these like very secure homes and like they just are not prepared for the world. And they're the ones that are like, fuck you. You said that one thing you're canceled because yeah. you made one mistake when you were 18. It's like not everybody was. Well, it's like when you, you learn tools. that
3: that um, comfort and pleasure is not actually like what life is like is you're not crush like you. you're not entitled to comfort and pleasure all the time no. you can like i i've really learned on how to like learned how to like look at things where i do kind of like choose joy and i do have fun all day mm-hmm. but it's like and it seems to build the more i do that but it's like i did go through a lot of shit it was uncomfortable and i got through it i fucking laughed the whole yeah. time
2: yeah but there's also good time. Something, there's well there's something like when when i just feel like i'm at a place where i'm so grateful for all the bad things happened to me when i was yes. younger because i'm like what are you going like you move through the world in this invincible way. Cause you're yeah. just like the shoe can't fucking drop. Yeah. It dropped. Like in relationships, I can be so fearless because I'm like, what are you going to break my heart?
0: Yeah.
3: Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but then it does. Then you're like, Oh my God, I'm back here again. I thought I would never <laughs> feel this way again.
2: Oh my God. But like, it's just like, I don't know. I just think that there's this new thing where people are like, I remember when I went to Dr. David Agus and I was, I was uh, talking about like, Oh, well maybe I have need a tighter pussy. <laughs> Which maybe- one is this, that doctor? Dr. David Agus.
3: Was oh, that the pussy titan doctor? No,
2: okay. not in the slightest. He's an oncologist at USC whose career you just ruined. Is there alcohol? <laughs> no, that's just uh watermelon mint uh, fizzy Ooh, water, sounds delicious um sounds delicious. Uh, and I said, I was like, I just think I have like a lot of anxiety. And he was like, he just looked at me. He was like, isn't it kind of serving you in a lot of ways? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but just I have, like, have this OCD. We're all like obsessed and like be a perfectionist, like about something. Oh, no, re- we love it. We're very grateful. And I'm like, I should rewrite a joke like 10 times. And he's like. Well, you charge people money to come see you. I mean, you probably should be a little bit of a perfectionist. I know it's weird
3: when you go like, oh, everything. Because if you just look at things, I've been working on like detaching and and not like, not like claiming things as my own. Like I would always be like, oh, my cluster headaches, my TMJ, my teacher that molested me, my thing. Like they're not, they're just things that happen. And I'm like, obviously don't molest kids. It's horrible that I was molested. However, I am now like going out and I'm like, I'm doing all these jokes about being molested and people are coming up like thank you so much and I'm like oh my god I literally know why I'm on this earth like was to get fucking diddled and then to help people like unburden themselves of this thing
2: and be like fuck it dude and sublimate this into art because it's like I'm not gonna let this person that did this fucked up thing to me this sick person I let them have my life I let you have my life, and they have no clue they're not even thinking about us anymore they're not even they're fine I aged out of my teacher thinking about me fucking over 20 years ago they don't feel bad they're not losing sleep at night but I am and it's also it's like I'm not going to be riddled with shame because you did the Mm -hmm. bad thing do you know what I'm saying like I took on your consequences but I didn't even
3: realize like I did this meditation there's this woman Michelle Chalfant who I really love and um, she has a podcast called The Adult Chair that I really enjoyed um, I don't do, I don't listen to it that much anymore because I'm doing all of the Jim Fortin and stuff, but she's like incredible. And she, I found her the way I even found Jim Fort and all these people was I just randomly was like, so remember when I was obsessed with that one
2: guy I was dating ish. And it wasn't what that was. And I was so there. This is when you and I really like, mm-hmm. I think became close because you were doing something that I had done so many times, which is like you were in an entrenched codependent relationship where it's like you start conflating love and pity the person actually does kind of need you, but is also an adult. You start sort of like rescuing them and you yeah. get into this kind of entrenched, like, like obsessed. Yeah, completely. And. And you go offline. It's like yeah. if you were to see someone else do it, it's so easy to identify. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you had seen me do it, oh, you would know course. exactly what's going on. But when you're in it, you
3: just. And you were like, you said, I remember you were like, don't go to the problem for the solution. Because mm. I kept like going back to him and being like, well, Why? no, you go like, oh. I just
2: need to talk to him about this. Right. I just need to ask yeah. him this. And I'm like, well, you're going to the problem for the solution. Right.
3: Because you're so fixated on them. Like I didn't, and I'm so grateful for that too. And like, no hard feelings or anything. But it's like, it very much was like, that was the shift, and then it was Todd after that. Todd and I have such a good... It's so fun to, like... We um, we spend, like, every minute... When I'm off the road, we spend almost every minute together. Like, usually he's driving. I like to have a POC drive me. Um, my <laughs> POC driver. But we, like... He has, like, a, in his office, he's working on two Netflix shows. My boy has... Our baby has flown. <laughs> he's hatched.
2: But he... I cannot get him to text me back. As Todd <laughs> was editing all of our podcast stuff for the longest time. Now he's... He's, too big for us. You were his stepping stone. <laughs> I know exactly. I'm proud to be have been used by Todd. The doormat once again. Yeah, you let me know <laughs> when you have a window. <laughs> so don't jump out of it, Todd. I need you. um <laughs> Don't defenestrate yourself.
3: Defen don't defenestrate yourself.
2: So you throw someone out of a window.
3: Defenestrate? defenestrate. Why do we need a word for that? How often is that happening? <laughs> because That's Eric Clapton's son did it. it. He defended straight. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I'm so sick of hearing cream. Was that an Eric Clapton song? That was the name of his band, I think. Will you look that up? Oh, I'm crushing at the like RH. I, didn't, RA I shit. didn't know
2: until later that I saw you in heaven was about his dead kid. I feel like I should yeah, have cream. known that. It's first. not
3: I Saw You in Heaven.
2: If Tears I saw, in Heaven. Tear, if I that saw was my your name. Face.
3: That was my song on Raya, by the way. Tears
4: in Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> uh yes, Eric Clapton was in a band called Cream.
2: But wait, let me ask you something. What was your Raya song, Emily? I
4: don't want to share it with you. Do Why it? not? Because you're going to make fun of it. No, of course. Yeah, of course. That's our yeah, asking that's bitch. Asking. We're lolling. We're, we're is getting this, too wait, serious. Is this,
2: your, Wait, did you just draw a boundary now? <laughs> yes, this is my boundary. Now? I don't. I In don't, the last not. show, we talked about you shitting your pants. I'm not on Raya. Oh, right. Sorry. Cool enough. Oh, so yours is.
3: Hinge. <laughs> your song. No, your song is this. <laughs> Your song is just silence. <laughs> Your song is, ah, uh, and the dancing. sound of silence. It's oh, my it's my own. Your
2: song is the songs we used to sing in Quaker, uh, <laughs> Quaker meeting. Cause it's silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is not fair. Emily, you would totally get on now when Emily applied to Raya, which is the dating app that requires an application and a reference mm-hmm. to be shouldn't fair have those
3: highlights. Look at that hair. Your <laughs> Instagram, that this hair?
2: was, pr- this was before this was Emily before when half of her photos were frankly of her niece and the other half that you were actually in were out of focus. you Instagram was a disaster and they base it on your Instagram well you missed your
3: chance can I tell you guys who I met two days ago who Nickelback <laughs> guys, is uh, that one person I thought it was well, a well I met the the bassist who's the brother of the main guy who's the most recognizable one yeah he was awesome he came to the Doug Stanhope show <laughs> I, I was like listen I know people clown you guys, but I want you to know that every fucking morning we blast "Rockstar" by Nickelback. We're dead serious. We're like Alexa, "Rockstar" from Nickelback. That's how we wake up. It's such a pumping, like manifestation thing. Do you
2: think Nickelback knows how much of a punchline they I are? They know because
3: fucking Mark Maron walked into the green room and went, "Oh, I think I had a joke about you, you guys. Are like a punchline, huh? Mark is so funny. Mark and just dude, Mark says is the wild. thing. He'll, he's because here's the other thing. It's like. I I spanked him. I brought him up, or he brought me
2: up on stage. Other, I was like spanking him so fucking hard. I would never do that. I would be terrified. "Eh." Mark Marin terrifies His me big fat ass okay but here's the thing I feel like as someone that was kind of a public punchline for a second and didn't know like when someone comes up to you and is like hey that's crazy you must like don't worry about them don't worry about all those jokes about you. And you're you like what joke like there was a moment <laughs> yeah. where Nickelback didn't know they were a punchline and I someone will, said I that. wrote a tweet
3: about you I just remembered before I knew you oh, do shit. you want know what it is yes when Whitney Houston died I go oh my god Whitney got cancelled I thought it was like NBC got cancelled <laughs> Whitney as a joke
2: I was afraid it was like a but I was the first one to. That's really it. funny, actually. It was like, oh my god, RIP Whitney got cancelled <laughs> Yeah, no, <it> was <laughs> like, yeah, it's it, my sitcom did drown in a bathtub, um, <laughs> ironically. But um, uh, but it is wild to know, like, if, what if they didn't know that they were a punchline? Yeah, no, they, they, but I was, I, it's kind of like
3: like selling your soul to the devil like i want to be like one of the most popular bands in the world but you didn't like tell them like it's what also, direction that's what i said to oh, louie i was like louie I, I think you should have been like clearer about your intentions you're <laughs> like i want everyone <laughs> to, to know my to name think about my dick
2: <laughs> but it's also like tricky because i feel like the main punchlines are nickelback toad the wet sprocket mm. toad the wet sprocket they're not main punchlines. Train? Oh, train, oh, I have a train story. If you're gonna do like a random like shitty band, what are I you gonna say? I know Train too. Oh, wait, I I collected all, Train. I have beef with Train. We're cool now,
3: but we we had fights. I was Why? in fights with Train Why? because I hung out with them once back in, and I actually saw Dennis Quaid recently, and I was like. Do you remember partying in a fucking hotel room and jamming with Train? And he was like, oh my God, I do. Wait, I, I was in New York. I have
2: so many questions. Okay, yes. so I was in
3: New York. I was shooting Girl Code. I came in. Um, there's this comedian named Mad Dog Mattern who goes by uh, James Mattern now, which is like actually so annoying. I'm like, I could have called you James the whole time and even <laughs> called you Mad Dog. But so I went to go visit him. He is like... He's a really funny comedian who does like really almost like stream of consciousness um, crowd work loud, but he says like, baby, weird things. Mm -hmm. So we were going to go see my friend, Anthony DeVito. He goes, he was in Times Square and where my hotel was. And so James goes, uh, let's go up, come with me. I'm going to go see Anthony. He's with Train. Now I thought he meant like, on a train like he says <laughs> weird things he's like boop boop bop, bop, trains We're and planes train, and yeah, yeah exactly I was like okay we go to this hotel beep beep bop, bop, please and stop t- doing my catchphrase <laughs> beep beep bop bop <laughs> Anna Panapia I know what that is um, so and it's also what I do on Todd but so <laughs> uh-huh. I go so I go to um, we go into this lobby of this hotel or this bar and it's the band Train it's Anthony with the band Train you don't even realize you know what Train looks like till you see Train and you're yeah. like
2: oh I know the Train hair, I know Train Pat the main guy okay so, so then me Virginia Virginia is a banger. Well, how about... Drops of Jupiter. Apologize
3: to Virginia hmm. is what you should be singing. Because... Remember, didn't you get in trouble with Virginia? It was West Virginia. It was bad. <laughs> and I'm still getting death threats. Meet West Virginia. Don't meet her in West Virginia. No meat in greets in West Virginia is what we call it. I'm dead meat in Virginia. <laughs> so... um so anyway, so I see them and I'm like, oh my God, it's train. And we're all like sitting there. So it's just Anthony, these, these three guys that are in the band. There's, I think it's a bigger band, like their tour manager. And then we're sitting there talking and then Dennis Quaid like stumbles in. Like, I feel like he was shirtless, but maybe he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was everyone was drunk. Okay. Except me. I was dead sober. So, um, so they, I guess Dennis Quaid and Pat had seen each other in the, the um, elevator and I now know when you're famous and you live a dream job you guys you equalize and you you
1: know each the, other right away you
3: just kind of go like oh okay we're, we're both famous we have a thing yeah, yeah. so which I'm learning I'm collecting all <laughs> green day I'm coming for you Billy Joe I'll collect you you'll be in my harem is green day like your? I want them I don't know I want them I just want to him. buy them no I just always like how I much money at are Billy you making there's just people I like Had a special feeling about when I was, like, growing up. Uh That, like, I
2: mean, Polly Shore was one of them. But sometimes it doesn't go the way you think. It doesn't matter. And then other times... It's more about the collection of it. Other times you have no idea. So, like, when Tony Hawk came on the podcast, I kind of was like, okay, great. And in my brain, I kind of just... You brought Kevin Christie because you didn't know what to do with it. I was... Literally sweating, I was. I was like fumbling. Like it was like I didn't realize how big of a part of like my hippocampus and DNA he was. That happens with Pauly Shore
3: still, and it's like he says things that annoy me every time I talk to him, (laughs) and I still like trip over my feet when I see him. I'm like, it's the fucking weasel. Where you're like, there's no way to
2: undo how big of a part of my life you were. Yes, even though we're just sitting here doing like a fucking podcast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, you can't reverse Ollie away. So do you feel like like Billy Joe Armstrong? Is that for you? He's a he's he's just one of I just really really
3: really always like loved Green Day and I love Billy and I just didn't like that much
2: music. I by the way was just doing this event in um in Utah and Jewel was there and Jewel oh. after Jewel's on Rogan by the way Jewel on the Joe Rogan podcast is that interview is unbelievable. She's great. She's she my has, she's my queen because she lived in her car too. She has such an incredible story you know that her mom stole 50 million dollars from her like it is the wildest story she is all in forgiveness she is you can still steal 50 million (laughs) dollars
3: there's only one person i know or two people i know with that much money
2: (laughs) who you and my king I do not have that kind of money. I spent it all on Girl Scout cookies. She doesn't have that kind of money. I'm just kidding. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I, jeweled, she made a robot herself. So I, we were like DMing back and forth, and like I like would post videos of me singing Jewel like over That's the pandemic. and she would so respond. Thirsty. And in my, I know, to- but in my, that was the K. I am fine with being a fucking <laughs> dorky fan with someone. I will no, grovel I, and listen. be a fan. We are absolutely not yes. equals, dude. We are not equals. And uh, I see Jewel, and I like I knew she was going to be there I knew and I I still she gave me that little um ukulele and she signed it and drew oh on my it for God, me I so know cute. she made that for me and I when I get really starstruck I get rude I just would go like, hey, and just like walk away like a guy that has a crush on a girl.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Isn't that cute? Who will we see? We call it a micklele. She did. Because I'm stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that she like made that for me and I completely like disassociated and couldn't even have a conversation with her. And then she did a private concert in a hotel room and I watched her sing right in front of me and I cried the entire, I was sobbing. Oh, that Sobbing must have been so crying. great
3: for her. Uh, <laughs> a what a treat that was for her. She had to get up all early. She was like, this bitch was fucking I do crying. squirt I from know. my face. Yeah, it was like a nightmare. It was <laughs> I, so embarrassing. Did you see how confident I took this thinking I was going <laughs> to yeah, be able to yeah, play I'm it? Yeah, I'm trying to see mm-hmm. what you're going to do I can this. sort of play like one tiny thing on a guitar. Let's so see. I was trying to do it. No, it doesn't work on here.
2: If you ruin the ukulele Jewel gave me, I will sue you.
3: Yeah, no, that doesn't even have the enough strings. It's for not, me. not a
2: guitar, it's a ukulele.
3: I know, but I thought but maybe no, they like, were just this, little. I thought it was just a little guitar. I'm obsessed
2: <laughs> with if you do something confident enough, like, uh, like.
3: Oh my god! You if can you pull it off. if you don't put this up your pussy, I'm gonna be if, so pissed. If you just commit... don't let me down, bitch. If
2: you just commit to something and are just like.
3: We can put some music. Put some music over her. Yeah, oh, no, I, put music over her. So it makes it
2: sound like she's so
3: fucking good. But please, idea of
2: like try to be good. Keep doing it, and then I'll be like. If I make eye contact with you and just like... Oh, okay, That just not awful. Is this <laughs> Okay, so what... Okay, we have to go soon because we're going to go to the improv and perform. I know, but right? I don't want to stop. Greg Fitzgerald's okay, show. Okay, so then... You just have to come back.
3: Okay, so... But so
2: here's the other thing. You didn't say the last three things besides subconscious, uh, breathing... Let me finish train story and then, and then I'll get
3: to that. And okay. then we'll get back on the train of thought. Um, we'll train our brains after I talk about train. So, okay, so we go to... Um, we go to, uh, we're sitting there. Dennis Quaid comes up. They're fucking bonding. They're what wasting.
2: What's the Dennis Quaid? Number one thing. Go. Movie. What? Uh, the
3: Company? Uh, inner, inner Paretra- space Parentries.
2: Parentries inner space okay Dennis Quaid by the way the hottest shit was um, when he played Jerry Lee Lewis what was this uh, what was Great the movie Balls Great of Balls of Fire I love that movie and I'm pretty I sure love, I masturbated like, to it show me someone fucking their 13 year old cousin like how, Let's make more movies about it how
3: wild I know well, all these boys will be like, Well, Jerry Lee Lewis used to do it. You're like, it Twitter wasn't, cool, wasn't around yeah, But it was weird. Twitter then. wasn't around for us to talk about it.
2: It was Winona Ryder. I remember that because I remember her wearing like really big panties. Like it she didn't even know about being sexual yet. I was- had a
3: boyfriend who worked with her on something and I was like I was like, you have to give me like gossip about her. And he goes, oh, I'll tell you something crazy. The other day, we were in the office and she didn't know her own address. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I aspire to be. To Imagine not knowing your own address. That means someone just picked you up and put you in your car. I want that. That's the life I'm looking for. Why are you keeping your mouth shut? Do you not know your address?
2: Do I not aspire to be you? Isn't that amazing to I not know your own address? I do know my own address, but there were- She t- copy and paste it. There were times I would call Emily. <laughs> that is the I'm telling was you that when you is were the sister, when you were my assistant or when I moved into the new house and when I was your assistant you tell explain give me an example well, like you
4: would just call and be like, what's my address? <laughs> all right, we, we really okay, can't all have All right, it we're gonna
1: wrap it up. Okay, Finish so the, the train, train thing.
3: Story. The train thing. So we go up. So anyway, they're talking and then they're like, hey, you're wearing a band, right? And he's like, yeah, I jam. They're like, you wanna go jam up in our hotel room? So I go up to this hotel room. I'm the only girl. Which, by the way, never go to jam with a band. Just, no, it's... it was the most fun ever. Everyone was being so respectful. Pat was like, I love comedy. I really appreciate comedians. There's so many like, parallels with, with musicians. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but we had fun. So we go up to the thing. Fucking Dennis Quaid is like, I. this was when he was shirtless. He's playing gin and juice on an acoustic guitar. Everything's oh. insane. They're playing, I barely listen to music. They're playing all the hits, all the songs my dad used to. Listen. I know every lyric. And they're just doing it for just, you and Dennis? Yes. And oh, my wow. friend Anthony and Mad Dog mattered. And it was just us. And then, so it was like amazing. And nobody was hitting on me. It was so cool. And then I was like, guys, I got to shoot in the morning. I got to go. Like, what a cool way to leave. You know, I'm like, I'm like about to go like, what a perfect night. And right as I'm about to go, the train guy goes, Wait, aren't you gonna fuck him? And points to their tour guy manager. And I went. I took my purse and I went. Train, how half- I was about to leave. You just ruined the best night. I just hugged Dennis Quaid goodbye. I was like gin and juice on acoustic. I was like, fuck this buzzer, up, sir." You had yes. to do that. And and so then I leave. And was he and- joking? yeah but it was like an annoying joke i Ew. hate it when so then, it's like people are like it
2: was a joke i'm a comedian i know what jokes it's are like, no one's Mitch, laughing that's like
3: so annoying it's like but you but whatever now that i'm looking back on it it was like cutting the tension of the fact that i was the only girl i just thought i was being respected as a person but i've learned from mm-hmm. that, that that's it's not also really just thing. like it's, it's also okay. not
2: funny if you're gonna make a joke about me fucking so at least it, was make late it so at that night, you
3: know but, but i was pissed but i was pissed so i leave so then i go to um I, we leave and like Anthony's like, oh, they feel bad, they're sorry, or whatever. And I'm like, whatever. Then, Two years later, I'm doing Bumbershoot in Seattle and the comedy like food area is for some reason we can't find it. So we're like in the rain and they only have like the thing for the the musical artists, the, the catering for them. So they let us in and I walk in and it's fucking train. I go, train, we meet again. And I throw my bag down. <laughs> They're like, we're sorry. And so it was great. And then I saw them again. We follow each other on Twitter. It's tricky because great. it's like
2: sometimes people just make. Cool. Ba- that, like it was nothing it was especially, but, but especially when you're like a female comedian or like a female outspoken woman sometimes it's like people are like I'm making a dirty joke the way you do and you're like mm. I just don't take things personally like that anymore, anymore. Like I,
3: it felt like such an attack but it's like not but anyway so um, I would recommend all of those people that I mentioned Mary Lou Rodriguez <laughs> is my uh, hypnotist she fucking is okay. blowing my mind it's and so that's cool. in person or is, that, is she I online I do it over zoom but I, I actually am trained in hypnotism now so i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but something so is bill cosby (laughs) and i'm gonna use my power the same way to walk out one of my eyes so you think i'm not looking at you um he was really just aware that's why the eye was there but um but anyway so that but but ayahuasca was really incredible for me it was like 30 years of therapy it just really helped me with a lot of my issues um I would just say if you do it, make sure it's like a safe situation because you don't want to feel nervous or anything. There's a lot
2: of in this new like healing thing where it's like, oh, it's alternative healing, like gurus and stuff. A lot of them, you're going to be in a documentary in two years. A lot of them are fucking creeps. Like don't go to their house. Don't go to their basement. Trust your gut. Like there's a lot of creepy. Yeah, make sure
3: you find like the right people, get references and stuff like that. Yeah, and hypnosis does not involve someone's penis in your vagina. Uh, Hypnosis (laughs) is very chill. So like, it's just, you know, I I talked to my, to Mary Lou, um, it, those one-on-one sessions are just like she'll talk to me and we kind of like get to like she's like what are your goals what are the things that you want to get that you feel blocked from so if it's like oh i want to write more jokes it'd be like well why aren't you writing more jokes or what you know and then we could get to like oh there's like this feeling of like low self-esteem or there's so like lack of self-love i don't feel like i deserve it or that my jokes yeah. are good enough or whatever you get to whatever the issue is so then you find it and then she goes all right she'll go this is my favorite she goes well what do you think your beautiful brain needs to hear so then Whoa. you tell her the opposite thing you need to hear and then she makes an audio for you where she gets does like the induction where she gets you in where you're in uh your brain is just like at a level where it's more susceptible to the things around you which is where people are scared but it's not i'll get references bitches yeah like and um you know, and and then you like you put new um, beliefs into your head. Yeah, cool. it's just there.
2: reprogram. It's yep. updating your software. It's
3: great. Anyway, I love you. Yeah, I love
2: you. I don't leave so fucking much. I never want you to leave, but we have to go. Thanks do- for helping me get
3: rich. You said you were going to do it and you did it.
2: I love Rich Annie. It's my favorite thing.
3: Rich Annie's just as tacky as poor Annie was.
2: It's so great because you're the same person. Just, it's so fun. It's like, I have such a scarcity complex. I refuse to spend money, like, on anything. <laughs> I will only buy, like, vintage. Watching you just be like, I'm like, I want to be like Annie when I grow up, dude. No,
3: I just decided I want to, and this is actually how more money has come to me. And I know this sounds, like, totally crazy. And obviously, like, no. I worked really hard to get into this position where I am, but... I just, now when I buy things, I just go, do I really want this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I overbuy, but I'm almost testing myself because I don't want to have any negative feelings towards money. I just want to think of like, Jim Ford says, he goes like, if you were in a relationship with money. Yeah. If this was like your loved one, you said you're not enough. You're not good enough. You're not that like, they'd feel like shit, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're like, I love you. You're amazing. They're just going to get better and better and better. So I just look at it like, like. I've just taken out any of the worry and I just work on when I'm worried I go what is this about because if I do run of money which I have a million times I'll make more. You'll make more and also There's a million ways to make money. It's like when you're scared and you're like panicky you're not thinking you're living from like victimhood
2: and so yeah it's um, scary city complex yeah, was and then you don't, like when you got you a can't Tesla see how easy I was psyched because I was like okay well at least if she runs out of money and has to live in her car she gets to live in a Tesla exactly <laughs> but you know I'll get parking tickets without I'm being ran. <laughs> okay we're gonna go do the funny ha-has Annie Yay. Letterman um what, what when did I do I did an episode of your podcast I guess it was like three months ago you matched the background Trash Tuesday it was the most fun and I had, yes. I, had to, I had such a fucking spiral afterwards you guys said it was good so I trust you no and it was great you're always good. And then what else, we talked a lot about sex stuff yeah. on there. So go uh, listen to that show, please. It always
3: comes back to sex in that podcast. I love that it's fucking funny. podcast. It's so fun. We're just having such a
2: good time. It's, it's so, so like, like it's the best of like it's the best mix of like roast meets just, yeah. like Dr. Drew sex questions meets it's, like yeah totally. It's so fun and like I love like meeting the
3: fans on the road and stuff and and it's like it really is like feels like an honor to perform for them and they're like we love you like uh, you got us through Tuesday and we're like we fucking love you back like we're yeah. so fucking like podcast fans like we fucking love thank you for like being entertained by us we want to entertain you that's like, so Tuesday. cool Trash
2: Tuesday Annie is also touring all Trash over the Tuesday. nation yes, go to
3: annieletterman.com slash shows I'm going fucking everywhere it's I need
2: to so give you a Christmas gift and then Bring we're going to go to stand up I okay? love you guys don't ride elephants.